Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. I'm Dearest Scooter. I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. And that's what this podcast is. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights, you know, do all your pre-bed ritual, brush your teeth, you know, blankets, the whole nine yards, and just press play. I'm going to tell you a story. It's going to help distract you from whatever thoughts you usually have at bedtime about, you know, that are racing through your mind, bills, work, whatever. But my story is going to be just boring enough to help you drift off into dreamland. And the reason I'm doing this is because I guess I have a superpower telling boring stories, and I want to help. So if this podcast, if you listen to it for a week, and it's not helping you fall asleep, it's making you angry, or it's just not working for you, you know, email me or let me know on Twitter. On Twitter, I'm at Dearest Scooter. Dearest Scooter. I don't know how my pronunciation is. or Is that pronunciation or enunciation? I don't know. And email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And on, if you follow me on Twitter or you go to our website, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com, you'll find lots of sleep tips and sleep news. But, yeah, let me know. I'm not here to sell you sleep vitamins or sleep coaching sessions. I just want to help. I've had plenty of trouble not sleeping. And in 2014, I'm anticipating that getting worse. So I'm in the same boat as you. You're not alone. I'm hoping to create a community of people looking to help people that can't sleep. So let somebody else know about the podcast if you're a listener. If you can review us and rate us on iTunes, that'd be great, Uh, especially if you're a U.S. listener. Um, Our European friends have been reviewing me, and thank you very much. Tip of the hat, tip of the cap, or whatever. Uh, But if you're in the U.S. especially, or anywhere, please review us and rate us on iTunes. It'll raise our exposure so that we can help more people fall asleep. If there's anything you need or want, just let me know. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And on to tonight's story. Tonight, another episode of After the Glass Slipper. For those first-time listeners, you can just go to www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glassslipper. And we're basically following the story of Cinderella, her stepmother and her fairy godmother, after she became princess. And for you listeners that are already filled in, when we left off, the fairy godmother was in jail. Stepmother was working with the captain of the guard to stop the prince from abusing Alleged, alleged abuse of Cinderella. And it turned out it was alleged abuse because the captain of the guard was a beast, had been made into a beast, but he didn't realize that at midnight he wouldn't be a beast anymore, and he got busted by the prince. And the prince wanted to know who brought him there and why, and the question was, who was he going to put, put the blame on? And that's where we left off. We open at the jailhouse, and all of a sudden, coming down the road, the jailers see else but the captain of the guard and some guardsmen and they come up to him and the jailer says well, what, do you, what do you want and he said bring me bring me that bring me that old woman throw a bag overhead and bring him to me release her to me and the jailer went well you know are you will we arrest it he's like I'm, I'm out of here I orders the king so release the woman to me so the jailer they go back it's kind of like the fairy godmother she just stands up She's like, ma'am, mom, you're going to need to come with us. And they, they pull an onion bag overhead and tie it up. And they lead her out. 
and the captain of the guard and his his soldiers throw in the back of this cart and they trot off. They trot off, and the fairy godmother, she's kind of uh, just lying there, wondering. She's feeling the thing bounce the carriage, and she's wondering what what fate awaits her. Cause when she's like, they go back to the, you know, she's she, but she's kind of patient. She's just wondering. She doesn't seem she's not struggling or anything like that. And the carriage bounces off. She takes a lot of turns, and she, so she's like, "That's weird." She loses, you know. She's wondering if they were going straight to the castle or straight to the woods for execution, straight to a a pyre to burn her alive, or to you know dunk her in one of those lakes. But no, they head off in a while, and she feels herself. The cart stops. She feels herself pulled out grown through a door, through another door, and thrown into this, like, a root cellar. And then the soldiers tromp off, and there's nothing. And then she hears the cart roll off. And then uh, she hears a door open, and then the root cellar door open closes. And there's silence, and there's just footsteps. And stepmother just kind of laughs. There's no response from the other person. There's creaking of shoes or boots. The stepmother goes, I can smell the wand. I can feel it. I can I can feel it humming. There's still silence. And she goes, you know, you know I, I know the wand is here. She goes, I, I assume I'm in your root cellar. And reluctantly, she feels something fumbling at her neck and feels the heart onion bag pulled off and the harsh harsh light against her eyes. Maybe it was a potato sack and onion bag's probably, but whatever. She's blinded for a minute and then she comes into focus on who's standing there but the stepmother. Agatha. She says, ah, you could smell the wand, huh? And stepmother goes, yeah. I, I can sense it's part of me. And the stepmother says, "You know, I, you know, my my name's Penelope. I believe you're Agatha, right?" So yeah, let's refer to each other as Agatha and Penelope because it's easier than calling each other stepmother and fairy godmother. For you know, it's easier for us to follow. Of course, Penelope. And then the fairy godmother, Penelope says, uh, "Why did you bring me here?" Agatha says, "I'll ask. I'll be asking the questions." Uh, okay, well, do you have a question? She goes, well, why? She goes, well, why what? She said, why? What are you? She said, well, I, I'm a fairy godmother. <sighs> That's garbage. Fairy godmother. What are you? She said, well, I, I'm a fairy godmother. Um, my job... To help the princess. She uh, Help her what? What What do you want? What do you want with my stepdaughter? What do you want with the princess? Well, what, what, what is with your tone? She goes, I, I know, Penelope, what your game is. I know, I know why you're, I know what you're up to. I want to know why. Well, what, I, 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 spare me this 
fairy godmothery, grandmothery, godmother garbage. What do you want from Cinderella? What, what? Why are you here? Well, uh, I don't know. I, it's garbage. I don't believe you. Well, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We fairy godmothers, we do what needs to be done. Done by who? Done for what? I, I cannot explain. All right. Let's not get the car, the horse face before the cart. Why? You're here to stop Cinderella from giving birth to the prince's son. Is that why you're here? Well, that's one of... That, that needs to be done, yes. The prince cannot... Cinderella cannot conceive the prince's son. And you don't have a, a, re, a why for that, do you? No, no, I, 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 I don't. I, that, that's my, that's why I'm here to stop that. But why, why'd you make her a princess in the first place if, if you needed to stop that? I, I, I'm, I, I give my, or, I'm a soldier. Let's just put it that way. And I, I only get the orders as they come in. It's like a mission. I'm on a mission doing what needs to be done. And what needs to be done is he needs to be stopped from conceiving within her. But mission before was to have her become princess. Is that so hard to put through your peace-eyed brain? You know whose root cellar you're in. You know who has the wand, so you better cut it out, Penelope. So your mission is to stop. Why, why not just kill the prince? You, you have some kind of... You have the wand. You have the power. You have the trust of the princess. Why not kill the prince? Well, part of our rules are no killing. No no killing at all. No killing allowed. And you, so you can't prevent, just use some magical thing to prevent her from getting pregnant. Or, uh, you know, that one's kind of more complicated, but it comes down to some ethical dilemmas. It would take me quite a bit to get into it, but yes, it's okay to change a mouse into a footman. But to change a, the inside of a mouse is is playing. It goes against our ethics, and I don't even know if it's quite possible. It might be beyond. It's beyond my power. Oh well. You know, might I ask you a question? Hmm. You you can ask. Yeah, you can ask. Yeah. What do you plan on doing with my wand? What have you been doing with it? Nothing. Nothing. Getting some answers I've been. Well, have you been... Do you have any questions about the wand? Yeah, what, what happens after you change a beast into a man? Do the do the men come back or 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 you know if I send them off is the ghost I, I don't I'm not clear I, never mind I don't it's not a question hmm interesting well 
Stepmother. Penelope. What if I told you I had a solution to... What... What, what your... your uh, what if I had a solution to your little pickle? Well, why don't you tell me all about it and uh, I'll, I'll think it over. Psh! You think I trust you? Well, what would you give me for a solution? Well, why don't you pitch me, because I'm pretty sure I've run through most of the scenarios in my head, and I think I have all the angles covered. Um, you, you've got nothing covered. You Listen, fairy godmother, I'm a woman of the world. You're a woman of some other world, or some grandmother town, or wherever. I'm a woman that's had desire, and, and I, you, you, you come from some convent, clearly, but... You don't understand the workings of young womanhood, clearly. Well, uh, I've, I've observed quite a bit, and we have quite a quite extensive training on your behavior. So, uh, yeah, what, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what if I, I have a plan, and it will work? What if I told you that? Do you think I'm, you might think of me as a, a nasty woman? You might even think of me as a fool or a haughty or whatever. I can see you judging me with your doe-like eyes. But I'm crafty. And I, I've thought of something. That will get done exactly what you need to be done. No one will be hurt, per se. And what's that worth to you? Hmm. Well, we'd, I'd, I'd have to... Th think on it. What exactly were you thinking about? Um, you know? Well, first I want protection from whatever the, you know, whatever the horrible doom you were warning me about. But that's just part one. I have much more, but I need you to swear that if I tell you the plan, you'll be on my side and you'll do exactly as told. And I need some kind of promise that I know I can hold over you. I, I say, I've never been in this position before. Um, but I, I, as I said, my assignment is to do what needs to be done. And for now, Cinderella cannot... I don't know if I can trust you, old witch. What if I told you I visited Cinderella? As you. And she told me she had relations with the prince. <gasps> no. And did she protect herself? She is not with child, as far as I know, but no. My, my, my goodness. Do we have a deal? I don't need to do what needs to be done, I suppose. Whatever the cost, I, 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 I must agree to it. And so, they had two women, you know, the, uh, Agatha and Penelope. She untied her. She had the wand someplace safe, and she kept it around Penelope, but they sat down to a nice dinner. Now, meanwhile, while they, while they were discussing things in the root cellar, a whole other load of mess was taking place because the jailer's sitting there and they had rid off and about five minutes after they rode off 
grand caravan of soldiers comes down from the the castle. And at the head of it is the captain, the guard. He says, "What do you, what are you back for?" And he said, "Back for? I'm back to check on the prisoner." He's like, "Check, check what? what? You mean check on the prisoner?" And then the prince pushes his way to the front. He says, "Give us the prisoner. I need I need to speak to that prisoner right now. I I I'll I need to see, speak with her in her cell." And the cap, the jailer's just like, "What? What? He?" he he just, he left with her about ten minutes ago. Pr- Prince is like, what? You left with her ten minutes ago? You were, you were with me ten minutes ago. And every, everyone's confused. Now, meanwhile, if you've, if you've got a lick of common sense, you know that. Stepmother was dressed as a cabin guard and made off with her. And, and the prince, prince is like, what, what sort of black magic is, arrest this man. So they have, he has a... Captain of the guard thrown in jacks now he's suspicious like this is the second um mysterious incident this guy's been involved in so they throw him in jail and that's where we're going to leave tonight's story is that you know the two women seem to be working together well and the prince is definitely confused and now the captain of the guard's in jail and he's stuck like should he spill his beans to the prince and risk the stepmother's ire or what uh so that's what we'll leave it tonight but um so that's tonight's episode and i just like uh you know like to like wonder what people think about at night and i always wonder if you were a fairy godmother you know and you had trouble falling asleep what would a fairy godmother try to do to fall asleep like what would she think of you might think like fairies like tinkerbell style fairies but then she's a fairy and she's kind of human size and I don't know what would she think of like have I mean we haven't got into the her backstory really at all or the lore of fairy godmothers pertaining to this particular world so it's like our, she's obviously humanoid um, but she has some other characteristics so it's like do that, do that, it sounds like she's lived some sort of cloistered life from what we've gathered this episode so does she doesn't does she have a sensual sexuality to her um has she experienced that or is that not part of their development or is it something that's repressed or is it something that comes out in some more metaphorical subconscious way like does a fairy godmother like dream of stags racing across fields stags giant horns powerful would that be too obvious charging at each other and smashing into each other trying to see who's the victor each time they collide fur pops off of their heads thunders through the woods then they back up and snort their cold winter air even the mist comes out their noses they charge at each other again with this one-minded determination pow pow into each other and then back again they smash again and then one seems to be getting more beat up than the other he trots back stumbles a bit 
go back again, crash, stumbles again, I go back again, Sammy can't even get a trot, and the other guy smashes into him, butts him in the side, get the, get the heck out of here, and then stepmother's been watching the whole time, and he scoops her up in his antlers, she sits on his antlers like a, much like a, uh, you know, a queen on her carrier. I don't know what they're called off the top of my head, but, you know, she's parading around through the forest on the antlers of this dominant buck. She's waving to all the things, and flowers are opening up and floating its petals towards her. She's blushing. She's just being trot, trot, trotted through the woods on parade, through beds and beds of flowers and whistling music. And she's holding her, you know, back of her hand to her forehead and swooning. I don't know, is that what God, uh, stepmothers think about? No, no, not stepmothers, fairy godmothers like Penelope. Could be. Good night.